0: Hey guys, how we doin' and how we feeling today? Okay, so in this episode, we're gonna talk about Mabel's second studio album titled About Last Night. So just before we get started, since Mabel is not, you know, she's not a huge star, she's mainstream but not very well known, um, so just a brief rundown on her, so Mabel, her biggest hit to date was also her breakthrough hit, if I'm not mistaken, which is Don't Call Me Up from 2019, which she followed up with another hit called Mad Love from that same year. And, you know, she has collabed with several DJs ever since. You know, she does a lot of electro pop, dance pop and whatnot, all sorts of pop. So, okay, without further ado, let's get into this review. Okay, so first of all, we had three singles leading up to the album release. Firstly, we had Let Them Know, followed by Good Luck, and Overthinking. Okay, now let's get into the actual album. So, the album itself is almost 43 minutes long it is a bit long but it is 15 tracks so it's kind of understandable but we'll get into whether or not it is worth your while okay so we start out with a 34 second long intro about last night the title track in this case which serves as the intro as well and i gotta say it's It serves its purpose quite well. I would say it really nails it at that. Um, it's, It's a pretty beautiful intro that showcases Mabel's vocals and perfectly leads into the proper first track on the album Animal. And not only that, but it actually transitions quite seamlessly. And we've talked a lot about on this podcast of how... I appreciate when artists do that kind of stuff in their albums, it makes it seem like more cohesive So, okay, let's get into track number two Animal, the proper first track on the album And it's actually one of my highlights on the album Uh, so we start out with quite a bang here First of all, it's the most clubby song on the album. Like you can picture yourself hearing this song in a club, you know, you're with your friends, having a good time, a night out. And it also has a great potential to become a future single. I'm actually surprised that it's not a single already. Um, you know, Mabel should really, Mabel and her team should really push this as a, as a feature single because I see it as a very radio friendly song and you know it's really danceable really catchy it has that mainstream pop quality you know then also i should add that this track lends itself perfectly as a workout bop as well i actually have this song on my cardio playlist that i use every time i <clears throat> sorry every time i work out um it's really good for that you know cardio you know vibe so yeah i mean this song serves a lot of purposes and it's certified bop simple as that pop and bob approved then we go into let them know the lead single on the album it was a really solid choice for lead single um i remember um hearing this song just as it came out last year because i was already uh, you know a casual fan of mables i would i would say back then now i'm more of a fan after this album you'll understand why at the end of this review also this song is pretty radio radio friendly so it makes sense that it was chosen as a lead single um and there's also some neat references to not only doja cat's uh, number one hit Say So, but also Coca-Cola. Um, next we go into track number four Shy. And I only have one thing to say about the song. Uh, it's not a very good thing, but this song brings the album down a little quality wise. So we hit a little bump in the road here, but fear not because track number five, Definition, This song helps the album bounce right back up. So don't worry, we're we're still going strong here. We're picking up the momentum yet again. And not only that, but this is a really empowering song that is executed brilliantly. Mabel doesn't overdo it here. She does it quite cleverly. And not only that, but Mabel flaunts her sassy side backed up by her solid vocals, you know? It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Another one of my highlights on the album. Next, we go on to Good Luck featuring Jack Jones. Sorry, Jax Jones and Galantis. So, as I was mentioning at the beginning, uh, Mabel has collabed already with quite a few DJs because she, you know, her voice lends itself perfectly to you know, dance music, electro pop, dance pop, all that jazz. So, this was a pretty great choice for the second single, I gotta say. Also, pretty radio friendly, quite clubby, and not only that, but also both Jax Jones and Galantis's production mesh, mesh sorry, excell- excellently with Mabel's vocal. So, you know, they make they made a pretty darn good collab here then we move on to take your name interlude mabel appears to be talking about a past lover here who she came close to to tying the knot with so you know quite quite eye-opening uh lyrics here and it it serves pretty well as a as as an interlude because mabel kind of slows things down a little but gets quite into more serious territory here then we go on to track number eight let love go featuring Lil Tecca okay so Lil Tecca's feature doesn't really add anything memorable to the song it is what it is Uh, and actually the lyrical content and the lyrical content yes ends up being more interesting than the actual production and I mean, at least it has that going for it, but yeah, the song could have been a lot better and probably would have been better off without Tecca's feature. It is what it is. Then track number nine, Overthinking with 24K Golden. So this was the third single uh, up to this point Um, and pretty. Clever choice for the third single. So you know, Mabel chose really great singles to lead up to the album, and she has quite a few more that she can push, just as I said with Animal see So she's on the right track here. Then also 24k Golden. He has already collabed with Mabel in the past with um their collab with Clean Bandit titled TikTok. It was released. I believe it was in 2020, if I'm not mistaken Um, during the pandemic. So um, I love that song as well. So actually the song is actually sorry for the redundance. This song, I actually like it better. Uh, I prefer overthinking over TikTok. Uh, They proved that they don't need Clean Bandit. I mean, I love Clean Bandit, but they did their thing on on their own, the two of them. So now they prove that they're a mighty duo and I would love to see them collab more in the future. Then we go on to track number 10, Crying on the Dance Floor. This is a great message about forgetting a past lover and having a good time at the club, you know, living in the moment not uh you know not crying in the club because Mabel's like ain't no crying on the dance floor so it's like pick yourself right back up and just have a good time let loose forget about that guy girl whoever it may be that caused costs you uh more harm than good and did you dirty and just you know have a blast with your friends um then we go on to track number 11, I Love Your Girl. Okay, so this is easily the most interesting song lyrically because this is quite, it's basically a bisexual anthem because Mabel explores her sexuality in this song, you know, digging deep into her attraction towards women. Uh, I didn't know previously that Mabel, you know, also like girls. So. And not, I'm not saying that this is necessarily a bisexual anthem. I don't, there's no need to label it, but if we have to call it something, then yeah, let's go with that. Then onto track number 12, When the Party's Over, another pretty interesting song lyrically, because Mabel talks about that, you know, that back to reality feeling one gets as soon as a party's over, as the title says you know, when the party's over, you know, if you're at the club, we've all been through that when, you know, that moment when the lights turn on and you're like, oh shit, you know, the party's over, time to get back home. Um, So you're like, um, you're at like that high moment, uh, you know, singing, dancing, your heart out and then it's like oh shit you know now back to reality you know and especially with what she was talking about two songs ago I'm crying on the dance floor especially if you're going through something like that you know heartbreak or uh, sorry breakup um then it's worse that back to reality feeling because it's like oh shit you know i um i was having a good time you know trying to forget about that but now that I have to go back home and you know supposing it's Sunday the next day then it's like yeah I mean I have to sit with that that whole day so that's not great then we move on to track number 13 this is actually the closing track on the standard edition of the album So this is a carefree sounding song about the empowerment that comes with getting over a past lover. But with that said, the production is mediocre at best, could have been way better. And yeah, and we'll talk pretty briefly about the bonus tracks on the album, but I won't count them towards my uh, score for the album. But still, let's mention that. Okay, so track number 14, I Wish. Uh, it's a collab Mabel did with Joel Curry. I think that's how you say it, last year. Um, and you know, that song, it is, it is good. Uh, it is a solid collab with Joel Curry, but mm, I don't know, like it's, yeah, it's fine. It doesn't have a lot of replay value. Uh, and then track number 15, Deal or No Deal, it's A1 and J1, I think that's how you say it, featuring May. Okay, this one, it is pretty mediocre, this collab, so yeah, that's it. Okay, my highlights for the album, I already mentioned a few, but let's go through all of them, there are six, quite a few. Animal, Let Them Know, Definition, Overthinking, I Love Your Girl, and When the Party's Over. Now, what is the concept and recurring themes, what are the recurring themes on the album? So basically, Mabel is talking about the thrills and downsides of A Night Out and moving on from a failed relationship. Now onto my final overall thoughts on the album. Okay, so the album is a pretty fun ride with plenty of memorable, pretty, of pretty sorry, with plenty, there we go, of memorable moments scattered throughout. Mabel also sticks to the album's concept and explores it in a quite an interesting way. And also she keeps things pretty lively thanks to the album's stellar production and energetic tracks. As I mentioned, not all the songs are pretty well produced, but most of them are. Now, is this Mabel's best album? Yes, hands down. Um, it is quite a step up from her debut album, High Expectations, which was released in, I I believe it was 2019. Um, and so what score do I give about last night? I give it four out of five stars. And yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, before I go, uh... Be sure to follow pop and bob on Instagram at pop and bob for more daily content, as well as on TikTok at pop and bob one. And yeah, guys, that was my review for about last night by Mabel. This has been pop and bob. I'm Emilio Fernandez. And thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.